Hello, everyone, and welcome to or welcome back to Locked on Flames. This is Editing Jess here, just jumping in to say that we have your exclusive interview with Ty Palmer of the Victoria Royals, who is an absolute sensation in that, and I'm so excited to have him on today's show. Your Locked on Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to or welcome back to Locked On Flames. One more quick segment here before we jump into the interview. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online, where the games begin. As always, remember to gamble responsibly and uh, have some fun out there. But uh, before we jump into the interview, I do want to uh, let y'all know that Ty Palmer is eligible for the draft this year, and it was fantastic getting to talk to him about, you know, his commitment to the game, him setting franchise records, and just how much he's learned about himself at such a pivotal point in his career. So let's jump right into it. All righty. Well, welcome, Tyler. How are you today? Good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm so excited to have you here. And I know our listeners are definitely exciting, uh, excited to get to know you. Um, so you spent this season, it was your rookie season, if I... Uh, looked at this correctly, with the Victoria Royals um, and the WHL. Uh, How was that? Uh, It was really fun. Uh, Royals are a great organization, and Victoria is a great city. So, um, yeah, great team, great group of guys there. It was just, yeah, it was just a really fun season. Yeah. Uh, What was your favorite thing about it or uh, something that you learned about yourself as a player? Uh, I learned really how much, like how important the recovery phase, uh, especially during a dense game schedule, mm-hmm. you know, how important, like how detailed you have to be in taking care of your body to be ready to play the next day. That was a big thing I learned this year. Oh, absolutely. And I can only imagine, especially as a goaltender, how, how sore you can be after making some of those saves. Yeah, sometimes it gets a little bit wild, but yeah. Uh, for the most part, um, yeah, it depends on the game, really. Uh, it depends on your shot volume or just density in general. Sometimes you feel fine. Sometimes you're completely done. So. How did you feel after that 50-shot uh, shutout? Uh, I mean, the adrenaline was in at that point, so uh, I felt fine after that. Yeah, that's uh, rather impressive, honestly. So that's you know, like you said, the adrenaline's going, but you're still focused and just lasered in on it. Uh, Growing up or even now, did you model your game after a certain player? Uh, I mean, I've always, always loved uh, Marc-Andre Fleury. Um, So, you know, I love how athletic and acrobatic he can be, but then, uh, you know, I also really like Carrie Price, all the top guys really, but Carrie Price is another big one, which he's almost on the complete opposite end where he's like completely calm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I guess I just tried to take things 
from a bunch of different guys and kind of just put them into my own model. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, you know, I think it's important. Uh, I mean, I'm not an athlete. I just talk about you guys. So um, I think it's, you know, important to not like set in stone necessarily who you model yourself after, but play to your own strengths. Um, so you were named Rookie of the Year at the Showcase Awards. Uh, do you want to tell us a little bit more about your rookie season? Um, yeah, I mean, really, it was uh, it was a big learning curve. I mean, uh, my whole junior and even last, like not this just this year, but the last year I played in the in the AJHL with the Spruce Grove Saints. It was all a big learning curve, really, for me, and I'm sure there's a lot more to learn still. Um, but yeah, just, uh, I'd say last year for the most part, the big learning thing was more the mental side of the game and just how, how like aware you have to be of where you are. So like, not only do you have to be like locked in on the game, but you have to be aware of what your like emotions are, what you're, you have to be so like centered on it. You don't want to be too high or too low at, at, uh, at any time. So there was that and then also I just said this year the the taking care of your body and just the whole recovery side of it that was um you know putting those things together I found really really helped me out that's yeah that's great uh so do you have any have you been watching the Stanley Cup final or the playoffs even yeah yeah I've, I've been watching uh quite a bit I didn't I uh I didn't catch game one actually of the of the the final series, but I seen the uh the other two, which were uh odd games. But yeah, and now this one right now as we're recording is going into overtime, which I'm mm. very I don't know, I asked for a more competitive game and I think finally got what we're asking what I asked for. Yeah, because yeah, it was weird. I mean the the first game was a See, I don't know. I didn't actually watch it, but it seemed okay. The scoreline wasn't yeah. ridiculous. And then seven nothing, six two was weird. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think that Tampa is gonna three peat? I don't know. It's kind of fifty fifty for me, to be honest. I think this, uh, you know, Tampa's they're a really resilient team. I think they're gonna even being down to nothing, I think they're going to make a really good series out of it. So. Absolutely. Like this is definitely a series that's going to go seven at, you know, six at least. So yeah, it will be an interesting one, but regardless, I think this was like the first year in a long time where the two um, best teams in the league made the final. Yeah, for sure growing up or even now did you did you have a favorite team or you know favorite players or anything like that uh my favorite team for a while was actually the Pittsburgh Penguins um and mostly that was because of Marc-Andre Fleury I just love I loved Fleury so that was uh uh then kind of when he went to Vegas I was kind of like wow well, I don't know. I don't know what. Yeah. So I, I kind of still follow the Penguins, but my dad's also an Oilers fan. So I started to follow the Oilers. So I didn't really have like a complete favorite team at the time. Um, this year I was watching the Oilers quite a bit. So I, I do do enjoy watching the Oilers. 
Well, you're winning over Flames fans with that for sure. I know, right? <laughs> I know uh, did- everyone's gonna be so happy. No, I, I do. I like the Flames too, actually, uh, which is kind of weird. But yeah, no, I've uh, I've got lots of cousins who live in Southern Alberta, lots of families. So there's always uh, there's a lot of Flames fans in the family as well. So um, you can't have like too much of a a bias yeah or, or else it's just going to be a huge feud so which there <laughs> is sometimes anyways but yeah yeah did you watch uh the battle of alberta this postseason what did you think of it i honestly thought it was going to be i thought it was going to be calgary in seven i wasn't sure if Edmonton yeah. was going to yeah that's what I, I thought i truly thought that it was going to be calgary in seven but i don't know mike smith and Jacob Markstrom switched bodies at some point or something because it wasn't, it <laughs> did not look like Jacob Markstrom out there. No, it really didn't. No, it was, yeah, it was a weird to watch. I mean, Edmonton is a very fast team. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they can surprise some people, but yeah, I don't know. I thought it was going to be a much better series than it was. I, I thought I thought Calgary actually was going to end up on top, but yeah. I think everyone did, and yeah. I think that was like a fair judgment. And then, you know, unfortunately, didn't end up that way. But coming up next, we are going to talk even more about Ty's experience growing up playing hockey and all about his big goal and some really impressive advice that I think a lot of people need to remember when they are taking their steps to, you know, whether it be something as big as the NHL draft or the next step in their career. But before we jump ahead into that, let's talk about Bet Online. Bet Online is for all of us here who are sports fans and who enjoy making a little extra money and while you're watching sports, right? Uh, You can head on over to betonline.net to check all of the latest scores, uh, sports league updates, you name it, they have it. Whether it's reality TV, uh, racing, MLB, uh, NFL futures, NHL, you know, Stanley Cup playoffs, you name it, BetOnline has you covered and head on over to betonline.net today to check all of it out for yourself. BetOnline, where the game starts. Um, are you, so you're draft eligible this year. Yeah. What are the emotions going into that, knowing that it's two weeks away? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously I'm very hopeful. I, th- I think I've done, I think I've done enough to, be able to be drafted um I think you know it's it's just something that um you know there's not really a whole lot I can do now it's it's all what happened what I've done um you know in previous seasons I'm just going to keep working towards what I what I want to do um and you know even the draft isn't uh you know it's not it's not like a huge decision like it's even if I don't get drafted um I'm not going to just not keep trying to make the NHL. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it would be amazing to get drafted, but at the end of the day, the 
the end goal is to play in the NHL, not to get drafted. So exactly. And, you know, that's a great way to put it, because I do think that some people do think the draft is like the end all be all. But there are plenty of players who have gone undrafted, you know, like Tori Krug, great defenseman, just undrafted free agent out of um, Michigan State. Yeah. Mm. And just, you know, it's not like you said, it's the goal is to play in the NHL, not just. To yeah, for sure. What are some things that, um, you know, this is your off season, correct? Yeah. So what are you doing to keep yourself busy and occupied? Uh, well, I have uh, my off ice training five days a week. Um, and then on the weekends, I'll um, I'll either I'll either go golfing or I'll be going to Calgary usually actually for ice with uh, David Marcou, who has been my goalie coach for quite a quite some time. Um, so I'll get my goalie sessions in there on the weekends. And um, also during the week, like where I am now, I'm in Lethbridge right now currently um, for just some ice during the week. So I'm staying with my grandma here for three days a week um, so that I can skate. That's awesome. It's, um, you know, obviously grandma's love is unconditional but it's very sweet to have her just open your open her house to you during uh the off season how how is she feeling about all of this yeah i mean she's always uh i actually lived with her um during my first year bantam i lived here my my first year bantam because um i i grew up in fernie there's not a lot of high level hockey really anywhere near Fernie. So the closest place really was Lethbridge. Um, so uh, she took me in, I moved in here and played my Bantam years here. Uh, and then I went to, to NAX after, but yeah, no, she's still been the same every time I need a place to stay here. She, yeah. That's really sweet. I'm sure she's, you know, I'm sure she loves the company and is rooting for you and all the things that grandmas do. Um, so you've, you do some work in Calgary. I have, do. Yeah. Have you had a chance to be around um, anyone from the Flames organization, whether that be, you know, the front office um, or anything like that? Uh, no, I haven't. Um although David Marcou, he, a long time ago, he was the Flames goalie coach. Mm -hmm. um, this was back when Mika Kippersoff was there. So it was, it was a while ago, but he was, he was the goalie coach there. So that's pretty much, uh, yeah, the, the closest thing to a, <laughs> an employee of the Flames that have yeah. been around this. So you're, you're learning from someone who has coached one of the greatest goaltenders ever. Yeah. Uh, how does that feel? Like, do you ever catch yourself being like, I've worked my whole life for this and it's, you know, paying off and I'm finally getting a taste of what might be next? Yeah, it's definitely, it's a little weird because I mean, it just seemed like, you know, not even like maybe a year ago, it seemed like the NHL was still so far away, but now it's like, draft is coming up it's like right here so yeah it's definitely a little weird but um 
yeah, I mean, definitely getting a little closer is showing some signs that, that I'm, I'm slowly getting there. And I, so, um, yeah, I just want to keep pushing for it. That's awesome. So are you going to be at home for the draft or are you going to be in Montreal? Uh, I think I'll be at home. I don't have anything planned to go to Montreal. So well, yeah. that's exciting. Um, do you know anything about like the preparation that you have to do like that week? Like, are you going to just be waiting for a phone call or, you know, hoping and anticipating everything? Or is it just kind of like that night you'll get a phone call and say, hey, we're so-and-so and, you know. Um, to be honest, I don't really actually <laughs> really know a whole lot. I'm just going to be doing my thing until, yeah. until the draft comes up. And then, um, yeah, pretty much the, the way that the WHL draft works was, um, I actually got a call from the Mets and hat tigers. But they didn't even draft me. I got drafted by Spokane. So that was a little weird, but, um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that was my experience then. So I don't, I don't know if it's going to be too different now or not. Uh, yeah. Not too sure what to expect, but yeah, really excited. That's, I, I can't even imagine like the emotions and everything, just like the excitement surrounding it, because, you know, you, like you said, you've worked your whole life for this and you're continuing to put in the work. You're young and like it, based on your accolades and your performance, you know, the future's bright. Um, do you, you know, how long do you, are you on a contract with um, the Royals? Like, how does that work? Um, well, yeah, technically there's a, when you, when you sign, there's a, it's a standard player agreement, which is basically, you're just, um, well, actually you get listed first, which basically means that you're protected by that team. Um, okay. and yeah, you do get signed, but it's not like a contract per se. Um, but yeah, you can't just move anywhere else, uh, for, for that to happen, you have to either get a release or be traded. Um, so yeah, I'm planning on going back to Victoria next year. Okay. Yeah. That, you know, that makes sense. They don't want you just up and leaving them and then they're without, uh, their goaltender, but how, like, what, what has it been like? Just, you know, clearly you've had to move and uproot yourself a few different times. Like, you're probably living out of boxes most of the time. Uh, yeah, I've learned how to, how to pack up pretty <laughs> quickly. Um, so, uh, yeah, I've moved quite a few times. Um, I mean, even just, especially during the COVID thing uh, last year, we went and then we got shut down, had to go back home. So I moved back home and then we started back up again after like a month. So I moved back. <laughs> and then at the end of the season, I moved back home. Actually, no, then I moved billets because my billets sold their house. So I moved to a new billets and then I moved back home after the season. It was that year was a lot of moving. Um, so yeah, I've, <laughs> I've kind of learned how to stay mobile. That is crazy. I can't even imagine 
having to be like an efficient packer basically on the side. Um, so with billet families, do you get to like interview with them and say like, okay, hey, this would be a good fit. Or do they just, does the organization just say, okay, here's um, mom and dad and two kids. Yeah, basically um, you kind of, you just get kind of put with a billet family um, and every billet family I've had has been great. Um, <laughs> I have heard of some people moving billets they switch billets because it's not a great fit i haven't had that experience yet um but yeah that is uh kind of how it's done they just kind of they throw it's you depending on oh. they do it depending on who has uh vehicles um uh, you know like travel distance and then like oh, how many rooms are available all that and then they just kind of fit you with your billets and then they if there's any problems they work that out after that's cool. I mean, I've seen that, you know, most billet families and the player, like they go on to have like a lifelong friendship or like some sort of relationship. Are you still in touch with any of yours? Yeah, I think all of them. Um, I, yeah, my very first ones when I went to NAX, mm -hmm. um, we, I actually, I've, I skated with the, uh, with my little billet brother, um, just this summer. Um, and we stayed at their, their house. So yeah, we're definitely friends now. Uh, I stayed there for two years, so we got to know them pretty, pretty well. Um, they're great people. Uh, and also, um, my, when I went to, uh, Spruce Grove, we still stayed in touch with those billets. We had a visit with them this summer as well um and then yeah my billets uh just this year um we've gotten to know pretty well um uh, my they allowed my my mom wasn't both my parents were there i think i don't know if they're both my parents or just my mom but either way they let them stay there along with the two other players that were in the house wow um so yeah the they're they're great people as well so I yeah I've never had any issues with billets that's awesome I you know and especially to have them open their house to your parents on top of hosting three players like that's that's a crowd but you know uh what else like what um what outside of hockey do you like to do I mean I know it takes up most of your time but is there anything that you do to kind of you know decompress from a game because you know, all of it, like hockey's your job and all of us decompress in different ways from our jobs. Yeah. Um, I actually, I play guitar quite a bit. Um, that's something I do. Um, also I live in Victoria now during the season. <laughs> so, um, if we did it, get a day off or something, um, it stays relatively warm most of the year so we can actually go golfing. Oh. Uh, so that's that's a lot of fun um and then during the summers this isn't really relative to during the season at all but in the summer i also play some uh like slope mixed slow pitch oh okay all right yeah. so you keep yourself busy and occupied that's good uh do you have a favorite song or artist you like to play on the guitar I know. Sorry uh, to be on the spot with that. Yeah, I know that one. That one's a tough <laughs> one. Um, 
I've been learning a lot of Morgan Wallen songs. Okay. As of lately. Uh, them. And then also, uh, I used to. Uh, I had, I learned a lot of Foo Fighters songs. Okay. All actually. Right. So there's a little bit of mix there, but yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And I don't know, I, I grew up playing guitar and saxophone. So like, I get like the musical and creative outlet. I think it's mm. definitely like one of the most relaxing and therapeutic yeah. forms for sure. Yeah. Um, so do you have anything you want to add or, you know, pitch yourself to Flames fans for your upcoming season with the Royals? Um, yeah, no, I'm just, I'm really excited to see, uh, to see what we, we got next year. Um, I'm going to keep doing what I do, play my hardest. And, uh, I, uh, I think we can, uh, really do something next year in the league and, uh, yeah, hopefully definitely, uh, get, uh, get set up to, uh, go pro and hopefully for the flames. So that would be awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We love a good goaltender in Calgary. <laughs> so, you know, any Brad tree living, you know, I'll give him a call myself and say, listen, I talked to the kid draft him. Yeah. But that would be great yeah no I'll de- you know I'll call him right after this and make sure that he knows but uh are you on social media can fans find you somewhere or are you like more private uh yeah I have my twitter um actually here, hold on I don't know if my face went away because I don't actually it did, know but that's name. okay yeah I'm actually I'm just <laughs> I gotta make sure I'm getting my <laughs> username right uh it's uh, at Tyler underscore Palmer 31. Awesome. I will um, throw that down in the show notes so um, people can follow you and follow along with your journey. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. Um, it's like nine o'clock there. Is, or is it? Yeah, it's, it's currently 9.20. Yeah, and it's still light out. So It is. It's light out to after 10 here right now. It's pretty... Okay. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Thank you for joining me after a long day. I appreciate it. Um, and best of luck when it comes to the draft and, of course, your future endeavors um, and obviously next season with the Royals. Yeah, thank you. Of course.